Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today here in the studio, my guest is a singer-songwriter who performs in a duo and has brought his duo partner with him today, as this is a repeat appearance on this show, following up on the episode 81 interview I had done over a year ago. My guest has just completed recording his newest project, entitled Constructive or Destructive. He's currently ranked number two on Reverb Nation for his area, being West Central Florida. You've been hearing a song of his entitled Smile, along with his guest, guitarist Cam Lorem. It's my pleasure to welcome back to Now Hear This Entertainment, Russell Foisey. Hi, Bruce. How are you today? Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks for coming in to do this today. Welcome, Bruce. Um, Thank you for having us out. Yeah. Um, I know we've got a lot that we want to talk about today, but first let's have you talk about the song that was just playing called Smile. Right. Um, you know, Smile is a song that um, is based on emotion. And I think it came uh, pretty easy for me to uh, write. I think uh, everybody probably needs to smile a little more. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think Cam and I have a really good system to where, you know, if I come up with a title, write the lyrics. And then Cam and I get together, um, and Cam works out the chord structure on guitar. And, um, you know, before we go and record the song, we're, we're set and ready to go. So is it, <clears throat> is it just that straightforward that, uh, that you do the lyrics and, and he does the melody, or do you usually come to him with, I have a little idea in mind? Usually he's got his lyrics, and he has somewhat of a melody in mind. Um, and I just kind of run with the melody and try and figure out what works on guitar and say, you know, we talk about if Russell wants a, a lead here or kind of the direction he wants to go, the feel. Yeah, Bruce, I, I have a, like a, a thought in my head on how I want to sing the song. Um, I knew with this, this would be, you know, somewhat of an indie type of rocker. And I knew Cam would, would have a big part in the middle of the song. You know, with a pretty good guitar solo, and and you see in the song, it's uh, he's playing some serious, you know, chords in this song. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're going to talk Cam a little bit about you specifically later on. But are you a songwriter also, or are you just do you're just an instrumentalist as it relates to working with Russell? Uh, yes, I write my own songs as well. Okay. Okay. Enjoy doing that very much. Yeah, Cam has his own uh, CD, which, which I produced, uh, titled "Writing in the Stars," uh, which is brilliant. You know, it's a it's a great combination of uh, ballads, um, you know, alternative type of music, uh, instrumental, you know, classical material. The great diversity and balance. But when it comes to your projects, you do a hundred percent of the songwriting, Russell. I do. You know, I think Cam and I are really dedicated ourselves in writing our our own our own songs. And I think we're both comfortable in that process because I, I think it takes a long time to to sit down. I know what I do is, is is I'll break down chorus, verse, and bridge, and I don't think I'll ever finish a song that same day. I'll have a piece and I'll save it, and then I'll revisit it and go back to it. And I think Cam does does the same thing pretty much. Is the, is there going to come a point in time where the two of you co-write one or more songs together? Possibly. Lyrics. I, I don't know. We've, I don't think we've ever discussed it. Wow. Yeah, we're, yeah. I think we're now getting to that point. Yeah. We've been kind of focusing on Russell writing his songs and me putting mu- music kind of in trying to live out his vision. Hmm. And um, I write my own stuff and 
put my, you know, do whatever, but <laughs> now, whatever I but, want to. But to pick on that phrase that you just used about his vision. So are you producing Russell or Russell, are you producing yourself or is there a third person in this equation, which is your producer? Yeah, I, I produce myself. And um, I, I think probably we should define the word producer where I think that has many titles in terms of maybe financing and then organizing, um, you know, a song list or just being an eyes and ears, you know, for the project. So um, I, I think the reason we've done it this way, Bruce, is we wanted to uh, brand our own names and make sure people understand who we were uh, and the type of music that we do. So I think well, that's what it was our strategy. Yeah. And because, you know, as we've heard people say in the show before, that obviously when you self-produce is as recently as, as uh, Siobhan Philidor being a guest on this show um, four or so weeks ago, uh, you know, she was saying that she was early on finding that people just couldn't get it. You know, they couldn't get the sound that was in her head. And she decided, you know, why don't I just produce on my own? Because, you know, Cam, you might be trying to interpret what is Russell's vision for the song. And you're going to stand a better chance because the two of you do work so closely together. But all of a sudden you bring in this outside third party who's a producer in the traditional sense that's going to say, here's what I think your song should right. sound like, Russell. This is what I think you're trying to do. And you're going, no, I know what I'm trying to do. Well, I think in the future we may um, record a CD under our two performance group name, Artist One Chow. In that case, I would have a song and Cam would have a song that we would trade off, but we would probably still write our own songs. So we're, we're talking about doing that. I think with um, two CDs for me and then Cam is in the process of uh, recording an EP, a second effort, I think we would have successfully branded our individual names out in the marketplace and, and people know who we are now. And uh, listeners, uh, for the record, that was episode 139 with uh, Siobhan Philidor. She was on American Idol this year and uh, said on that interview how she had actually been on America's Got Talent several years ago. So if you want to go back and listen to that one. Uh, well, anyhow, Russell, um, congratulations on the new CD. Well, thank you. Uh, it has 11 songs. And as I mentioned in the intro, it's called Constructive or Destructive. I'm curious as to what that title means, but but then uh, please also go ahead and tell the listeners too about the CD overall. Oh, sure. Uh, we had a great time uh, recording. Uh, it started July of 2015. So it took a good year and a half to record. Uh, constructive or destructive is actually uh, a title track. It's track three on the CD. And I knew when I wrote that song, I knew that had to be the title. <laughs> it's such a unique description. Yeah. Um, and the song really fits that that song in particular is really about uh, bands that really just cannot get along. Ah. <laughs> so wow. it was it was fitting. You have both constructive and destructive thoughts and in any four or five piece band. So Wow. That's really the meaning of that song. But, uh, you know, Cam was such a uh, great part of this whole process, again, with guitar, violin, backing vocals, um, you know, just at a, a bass, as, as Cam mentioned. So, you know, we had many uh, other players along. We had uh, saxophone. We had great uh, backing vocals. We had a little a banjo. Um you know, we have some ballads, acoustic ballads. We have a, a piano vocal ballad, which you'll play a little later on with Survival on the Street. Which when, is, when you're talking about uh, banjo and saxophone and, and other instruments, so is one of you playing those? Is it programmed? Is it a third party? Yeah, we had uh, Gary Michael Sintez played banjo on a song we did called uh, On My Own in San Antonio, which is more of a country flavor. Uh, Leon Morley came up from uh, Miami to play saxophone wow. on uh, on our final track called Love Will Always Find a Way, and he was superb. And how did you find someone who was, quote-unquote, all the way down in Miami? I found Leon in, in Facebook, social media. No here, kidding. Here we go again with social wow. media. Wow. And just connecting through Messenger, um, you know, I asked him if he had any plans or, or he, would he make the trip up. I was lucky that he was going to be in Orlando. Ah. So he stopped along the way and just did an incredible job. That's amazing. Yeah, That's amazing. Great way to connect. Social media is the best. Twitter, Facebook. 
And, and for it to work out the way that it did, that probably had to kind of give you a sense of, I think this is the guy for the job because he is, quote unquote, only right in Miami and he happens to be coming to Orlando. Right. It seems like it's it's meant to be, so to speak. Well, and, you know, Cam and I both use YouTube, but I went on YouTube and just typed in Leon Morley and listened to him play wow. saxophone and I, I couldn't believe it. So, wow. Uh, yeah, he did an awesome job. Yeah, he did. So he, it was an easy choice for him to... And I'm glad he accepted. Uh, he's recently heard the, the finished track, and he's he's really happy. With and were there other guest instrumentalists on the on the CD? Um, well, we had Leon, we had Gary, uh, but then you know Cam, you know, is multi talented with Spencer on the piano. Spe- uh, that's right. Spencer Bradham played uh, piano on uh, on Survival on the Street. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, Cam does it all. So, uh, and you said you started recording this in July of last year. July of last year. Yeah. 11, 11 songs, um, which are very different from one another. I'm very proud to say the, the genres are, uh, we have a variety there. And uh, yeah, so the, we had uh, three new, three more tracks than, than the last effort. And you did that intentionally, having the songs be very different from one another. I did. I, I like a combination of rock and then i like to slow it down and do some acoustic ballads um but i had plans on the on the vocal piano ballad as well and um then i wanted to do something country to kind of test that test the waters there Mm -hmm. so um i'm just you know very pleased with with the overall effort and I can tell you uh, yeah. seem like it. Yeah. I have a big smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so many times we hear about someone having some huge amount of songs from which they have to whittle it down to say 10 or 11 that they'll record on their CD. Was that the case for constructive or destructive or was it? Nope. I just wrote enough to fill up the CD and that was it. 11 songs. I, I, you know, I've probably written over a hundred songs to date. And um, what the process I usually do is I'll, I'll take a look at maybe 20, 20 or so songs. Okay. And I'll have to reduce it down to okay. the number I would like on, on the CD. There was one song I wrote additionally. It was going to be 10, but I, uh, I knew this additional song had to be on the, on the project. So yeah, it got to the point where you, you just couldn't leave it off. I couldn't right? leave it off. No, <laughs> no, I couldn't leave it off. And, uh, you know, I, there's really two categories, Bruce, that I usually... Uh, write about is current events and and, th- and this one was emotion mm. i have a song called pride i have a song called smile and there's one called love will always find a way so uh, emotion played a, a big part in three of the 11 tracks and which was the one that you couldn't leave it off that you had to you had to make it 11 instead um, of it was actually a song called special girl and uh that's track nine and uh that's about a current event in florida that uh, bothered me somewhat. Mm. I had to tell the story and, and, and write that, that song. When you were here in August of last year, we had been talking about original Lyric Stream, right. which is the album that preceded Constructive or Destructive. What worked good for you in terms of sales, promotion, exposure for that one that you will do the same with for this new one? And then I guess the flip side of that question would be, and what did you learn contrarily with original Lyric Extreme business-wise that you won't do with this new CD? Um, I think CD Baby is a good start, uh, is a good outlet to put, um, you know, your uh, your single downloads and your and your CD sales, and they'll distribute that to all the digital stores: iTunes, Google Play, Amazon. Um, I'm going to utilize my website a little more, probably be a little more aggressive with my website to have people come and see if they'll purchase uh, through PayPal. Directly the, from you. Directly from me, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that could be, those are gonna be my two primary outlets. Uh, TuneCore is another one that uh, is very good, but they're very similar to what CD Baby does. I think between those three, um, you can really get some good exposure worldwide. You were pleased overall with, with the results of, of Original Lyric Stream? I was, um, you know, we, we, we haven't sold, you know, as much as I would have liked to, but, um, I think Cam and I, and Cam would agree with this. I think we both do it 
you know, for the love. Well, and I remember the love of music. I remember on our first interview together that, you know, really we were talking about right. that the dream was putting out a CD. And yes. so, you know, it's, it, it gets back to that question that I've brought up several times, which is how do you define success? You know, was, right. was it a successful album for you? Well, it depends, Bruce. What are you considering successful? You know, the fact that you put one out, period, right. in itself is a success. You know, and again, what might be good sales numbers for one person might be really good or really bad for someone else. Right. We, we both love creating original music. And, and again, I applaud you for having original artists on your show. And uh, Thank you. We, we enjoy it, you know, just, uh, you know, creating the lyrics, creating the music, going into the studio. And when we're done, we have a, a, a bounce down CD of our, of our session and we're able to get, you know, hear it. Put some notes on it, some edits. We we just love the whole process. So, um, you know, if we, of course we'd like to sell downloads and CDs, but uh, we, we we love music. So but hearing about that recording process that you just described, I wonder. So before, when you said I started recording this in July of last year, and here it's the beginning of November, and it just came out. So was it, I was in no rush? Was it, I wasn't satisfied with the songs and wanted to keep writing? What, was it, you know, Cam and I have so much fun analyzing every song that we were going back and changing things all the time. What, what, what made it take from July of last year to just coming out now? Yeah, Cam, you, you can, you can uh, speak to that too. We, we each get a bounce down CD and, um, you know, we both make notes. I know I, I, I listen to the vocal and Cam will listen to, you know, his parts. Oh. We do a lot of the writing process sometimes right in the studio. Like we decide, you know, let's do this song this way. It kind of makes sense now that we're here and we're here putting the pieces together. Um, sometimes it takes a little bit longer to get a song recorded or on a one day in the studio. And I think um, that adds to the time and then also just the availability of booking at the studio mm -hmm. kind of adds to that. Like it's, we can't just always book, okay, let's do this whole week. Yeah, the studio doesn't yeah. exist just to serve Russell Foisy and <laughs> Yeah, Kim. I mean, we, we work with a, fly, <laughs> a five hour block of time. So, uh, you know, sometimes we'll have an impulsive, you know, thought and we'll we'll carry that out. And, uh, but I mean, pretty much, you know, we, we, I think we both like to do the setup and, and we get together and talk about the song and, you know, work out some of the basics. So when we go in, we're, you know, ready to go with a click track and, you know, we can get a, a basic tone, mm -hmm. you know, and feel for the track. Okay. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today here in the studio is singer-songwriter Russell Foisy, along with multi-instrumentalist Cam Lorem. Check out www.russellfoiseymusic.com. And, of course, you can get the proper spelling of his last name by looking at the title of this episode on your listening device. From there on his website, you can use links to check out Russell on Facebook and Twitter. Plus, he's also on YouTube and Instagram. As I mentioned in the intro, you can also find him on Reverb Nation, and his music is also on SoundCloud, too, which is one of the platforms that this show is available on. Purchase Russell's music through the likes of iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and other online retailers. And do keep up with him online for dates, times, and locations for live performances. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have there the full audio, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guests on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to be on Google Play Music too. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you, and please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. I've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Obviously, Russell Foisy on episode 81 is one of them, and I mentioned Siobhan Philidor on episode 139. 
As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And by the way, whether you're going to look for Russell's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Uh, I imagine that now you'll be looking to play more live shows to help with the promotion of the new CD. Talk about that transition, Russell, going from recording in the studio versus playing live gigs. Yeah, I think um, I think we are recording artists first, and we play out once in a while. We've had uh, a couple of gigs we've done in uh, Tampa, uh, Rick's on the River, and then we just recently had one in Torpen Springs. We have a steady um, relationship uh, with a gig in Orlando that we played seven or eight times. So that's fun, you know, because I, I think it's a good um, it's good for us to get uh, a feel for playing in front of a, a live audience and. We have a set list that's mixed of classic covers, current covers, and then we blend in some of our originals, uh, my songs and, and some of Cam songs. Well, I think you're not giving yourself enough credit because, you know, scrolling through your social media preparing for today, uh, I saw, you know, a number of, of live shows that you've done or, you know, this interview is going to come out after the fact, but I know that tomorrow night uh, the two of you are playing as well. So, um, we but, are, yeah, it's our CD release party is, uh, at, uh, organic life coffee house. And, um, that's a good relationship for us. Uh, Larry Davidson is very kind to have us there, uh, once every six weeks. And, uh, the coffee house is a, is a nice setting. It's small and we can play a little more of the, uh, a little more of the ballads there so we mm. can, we can kind of rock it out and then play some, you know, songs that we like to play, uh, you know, Dust, Dust in the Wind is one cover we like to do, and, you know, Cam plays violin. And, but I like the way you put that, though. You said we're recording artists first that play out from time to time. It, it kind of reminded me, um, episode 128, Tony Clark, he's a singer-songwriter over in, in England um, and trying to do country music in England, which he was saying on that interview is really not that popular. And so he basically said what you just said, Russell, which is that, look, you know, I really more or less just do music to record and put it out there right and once in a blue moon i mean he makes the two of you sound like you're on this whirlwind <laughs> tour of, of, the, of the country compared to how few opportunities he was saying there is over there for him but uh -huh. but it's like i said i liked the way you put that because uh i think everybody does just automatically condition themselves that you record a cd you need to hit the road and get out there and play live shows to promote it so people will buy it yeah um you know what's cool about recording, Bruce, is once you put your songs out there to internet radio and FM radio, it, it stands the test of time, and it's, it's kind of archived for time. Um, you could hear that song years and years later. Um, a good analogy is, you know, not saying we're, I'm comparing us to anybody else, but you know, you still hear classic songs from the Beatles that were recorded in the '60s today, yeah, still playing yeah. on all your popular radio stations that's that's almost 50 years well and people are constantly discovering quote-unquote new artists and it's new to them it doesn't mean that that the artist is new themselves and so all of a sudden because of the beauty of the internet and all these platforms that are available you can all of a sudden uncover somebody that you go this is a really great song and then you do minimal research and you find out the song was recorded eight years ago and right. you say well it's new to me but you know this is this is someone that i like that i have found now yeah, we, we practice um, every Monday, and uh, I think Cam and I work really hard in trying to uh, uh, practice and refine our set list, and we've, we've tinkered with it here and there and, and changed songs around. And, and for, for playing out, since it's just the two of us, I have to do a lot of backing track recording. Mm. So music that would, like rhythm guitar and some drums and bass to play along with, like I do like lead parts and... Wow. We kind of have to practice making that sound as live as possible. And we, I try to do, if we can, some as on songs, a minimal of backing stuff even sounds better, I think. Just maybe a, a drum beat. Just Cam, Cam puts a lot of time into the loop pedal and, and making sure we have a full sound. And, and I almost think, Bruce, that venues now you know, want to uh, hire either one person or two. I don't know if they're looking for that four or five piece band pretty much anymore because it, you're speaking of your restaurant or, or, or bar type venue, 
Um, so, and we've tried before to, to do that, but it's a little impossible with schedules. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is that place that you play at regularly. Remember how hard you worked to promote the first time you played there? Get back to doing that again every time you play there. Chances are the efforts have fallen way off since you've got a recurring gig there. Show them how much you appreciate the opportunity to perform there regularly by promoting hard each and every time you're scheduled to play at their place. It will go a long way with them, just like you wanted it to when you did it the first time. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show. To make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format, there is a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 1 and a Bruce's Bonus Book Volume 2 for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40 and 41 to 80, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Back on episode 81 of this show, you talked, Russell, about how you first came to know Cam uh, through, through your wife, actually. Right. But just talk about your musical journey with him. Well, it, it's a great story. Um, uh, my wife, Barbara, and Cam worked together for a company in Tampa. Um, we were driving somewhere, and my wife handed me uh, Cam's demo CD, and she said, do you mind just listening to this? And the first song I heard was an instrumental called Ancient Tongue. I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it sounded like a, a score from a movie. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was it was beautiful. And uh, after hearing a couple more songs, I, I said I have to meet him. And uh, we met. I told him about what I wanted to do. He he didn't know me, and you know I don't know if he believed me at first, but <laughs> <laughs> but I said I want to record my own CD. It's like who, what, where. <laughs> So, you know, we started practicing, and, and before you know it, we're in the, the studio recording my first song. And that was how long ago that the story that you told about hearing his demo from your wife? That was 2012. Uh, I believe that was November, I think. November, December. So you're at four years. Yeah. And yeah. it sounds to me as though it's it's basically been four years continuous, nonstop. Not uh, absolutely. Yeah. We've uh, I've done my project. We've gone to Cam's project and we've gone back and forth and as far as I'm concerned we're going to keep on doing it and, the, and yeah. then playing out together and Russell's got a just a great attitude about making music and wanting to make music I think that kind of gave me a gave me a little kick to get going as well hmm. so that's what it, that's what I really got out of meeting Russell was just a someone to yeah just a, we bounce a little extra push. Yeah, we bounce ideas. Why aren't you making your music? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's been Cam's dream too. Uh, you know, writing in the stars was his title, but you know, there probably could have been <laughs> the dream word. Probably could have been used there too. It, it, we both it, we're we're living our dream. Uh, you know, having people across the world. I mean, it's yeah. You know, I, I get uh, uh, leads. I get feeds from Twitter in, in Japanese. Wow, uh, you know, <laughs> appreciating my music, and you know, <laughs> I translate it, and it's it's, it's wonderful. I mean, uh, you know, to see faces, and you know, like I say, and in, in, uh, uh, you'll see in my uh, CD jacket, the people I have met through social media and in person has, has been mainly because of these projects, hmm. and it's been special, very special. Yeah, and without these projects, you'd have no reason to ever it, meet them. Exactly, I never would have met them, and. I don't know if, if you know, I, I probably would have met Cam at some point through through my wife, but, you know, all these people I've met um, in the last, you know, four years because of these music projects has been, it's been wonderful. Cam, you play guitar, ukulele, violin, you're trying to take the burden off of Russell so he doesn't have to play anything. <laughs> what, what, what instrument is, is next for you? And, and I guess have I named them all? I, I said guitar, ukulele, and violin. I'm still working on violin a lot. That's that's one tough instrument. So that's 
I'm, tr I'm trying to get that down before I move on. <laughs> There's a lot to learn. But, um, and then Russell and I have also talked about, you know, maybe doing guitar lessons and yeah, I think I'm going to, mm. I'm going to play a guitar before, before I, I leave this earth. <laughs> and, and am I correct in saying violin and not fiddle? Because, you know, as, as we heard yeah. of, um, you know, with it, it, it always depends on, on what style of music yeah. it is that you're playing sure. because, uh, the, the, the twins were in here, Carly and Julie Kennedy, uh, sitting in those very, those very stools that the two of you are in. Uh, this is uh, episode 142 listeners a couple weeks ago, they go by twin Kennedy. And so, uh, Julie is up for fiddle player of the year in Canada, um, but in their case, it's because they're playing country music, although she talked about being classically trained and how they used to do classical music. So in, in your case, I don't know why I jumped and made the conclusion that, that you're a violin player and not a fiddle player. Yeah, I would, it's probably better fitting to say fiddle player. Because I'm not classically trained. Mm -hmm. I, I, do, I play a lot by ear. I can read music slowly <laughs> if I... Really but uh, but ukulele and guitar are you self-taught on those or did you have training in those lessons i i got my first guitar when i was 15 um with a beginner guitar book i learned the basic chords wow. and strums and just start i pretty much played by ear wow um, jealous right russell <laughs> <laughs> i'm, I'm going to learn to play guitar one day but uh if you're if you remember the song bruce angel from my first mm -hmm. cd that that is cam playing violin in the uh, in the solo, and uh, he does play violin on on my own in San Antonio, which is more of a country uh, feel to it. And that has, you know, it, it's it's great the way he played violin to that because it has more of a square dance type of a, a feel in the middle solo. It was really good. So, really Cam, good. are are there other projects that that you are involved with aside from working with Russell? Um, I play at my church every Sunday. That's pretty much the only other job I have as far as music. And then the release that you put out that Russell produced, correct? Right, Writing in the Stars is Cam's first CD, mm -hmm. and right now we're in studio, and he's working on a, on an EP, probably four tracks, on his second effort. We just uh, got the first song recorded. I was going to ask, you know, what stages is that? Is it, uh, do you already have the four songs written and picked out, or... Is this going to kind of be, you know, stay tuned? Three of the four songs are, are very old songs that I've written. Well, like maybe five years or so. I've had them written and I'm actually going through and relearning all my parts. Oh, it's wow. It's been that long. Wow. Like, I know I want to do the songs. And, cause okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, would there be any thought to saying, I'll leave those in the past and just write some new ones, but it sounds like you have some some attachment to them where you want them recorded. Yes, definitely, yeah. There's, like I said, three of them are old, and I am working on one new one. I'm saving that for last. I have one more verse to work on. So do you do all the vocals on on your EP? Yes, and I may have some backup vocals, like Russell. That's that's where I was background. going with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I did background vocals on his on one of his tracks on, on a previous CD, and it, it's a good system we have where you know we allow a, a couple of years in between the releases to kind of get the music out there, promote it, market it, you know, let people become aware of the songs, and I, I like that time frame because I released uh, original lyrics dream in November 2013, so it's about you know two two and a half years, three years somewhere in there, so. Uh, I'll probably do it again, uh, probably 2018. And, and as that. you and as you mentioned before, give an opportunity to continue to get your name out there. Absolutely. That way, people know who Russell Foyes is. People know who Cam is. And yeah. you know, if it's the, oops, if it's if it's this continuous cycle, you know, that's what I get for being half Italian and waving my hand around <laughs> listeners. That was me hitting the microphone. Uh, this continuous cycle where it's, you know, a Russell release, a Cam release, a Russell release, a Cam release, right. then, you know, people are constantly hearing, you know, one name, the other's music or vice versa. Yeah, we get that question a lot, you know, why, why don't you record as a band or a band name? And I think that's the main reason. Let, let's market our names. Let's get our names out there so people are familiar. And since we do write our own songs, then, you know, we can say, well, you know, we each came up with our titles, the, the lyrics the melodies and um, you know I, I 
need cam for the instrumentation uh, <laughs> for sure and i had you know some other you know people come in but that that's why we really you know brand ourselves you know that way and so people understand you know who we are as artists well i like it and it's obviously working so you know if it ain't broke don't fix it right it, exactly it, it's a good system so uh we go back and forth and and get our music out there to uh to the internet and fm outlets I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today here in the studio is singer-songwriter Russell Foisy, along with multi-instrumentalist Cam Lorem. Check out www.russellfoiseymusic.com, and of course you can get the proper spelling of his last name by looking at the title of this episode on your listening device. From there on his website, you can use links to check out Russell on Facebook and Twitter, plus he's also on YouTube and Instagram. As I mentioned in the intro, you can also find him on Reverb Nation, and his music is also on SoundCloud too, which is one of the platforms that the show is available on. Purchase Russell's music through the likes of iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and other online retailers, and do keep up with him online for dates, times, and locations for where you can see him and Cam perform live. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have on that site the full audio plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free. It makes it so easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We're thrilled to be on Google Play Music as well. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you and please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. I've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. Obviously, I've mentioned a couple times Russell's previous appearance on this show, which was episode 81. And then we also mentioned Twin Kennedy from episode 142, Siobhan Philidor from episode 139, and Tony Clark from episode 128. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. Just thrilled to be in 124 countries now. And as I mentioned earlier, whether you're going to look for Russell's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help the show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Russell, uh, back on episode 81 of the show, you were saying that you weren't full-time with music. Uh, can I say yet? At that time, you, you weren't full-time with music yet. Has that, has that changed? Are you now full-time with music or, or still aiming for that target? Probably still aiming for that target. Uh, I would love to be 24-7 just to think about music creation, recording, and, and playing out and um, not giving up on that on that dream so but um you know that hopefully that happens one day and i i'm really proud of uh these new tracks and you know hopefully uh, i can i can meet that goal well i wonder is there a big dream that the two of you are chasing with all this you know touring uh you know a billboard magazine or a rolling stone feature or is it kind of we're real happy with the level that we're at right now you can answer that cam I, I I think we're happy. I think uh, I think sky's the limit. I mean, uh, I think it, again the the great um, system that we have with social media is that we can get our music around the world. And I'll have to go back to an interview you did with uh, Wendy Wagner when she said she was discovered. I think ten years later. Yeah. In yeah. a song that she wrote, an original song that she wrote, and uh, I think it was picked up by a TV show or some yeah. media outlet. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so that could easily happen to us. I mean, we both have songs that are very deep and moving, um, and I, I could see a number of our songs in either TV or or movies and a movie score. So. And as you said, with you know, getting tweeted at from Japan or knowing that people in Australia or New Zealand are listening to your music, you know, ha literally half a world away. Exactly. That's that's pretty rewarding. Exactly. And and any artist that that writes songs and the question always comes up, what do I do next after I'm done recording? They need to put their music out to the uh, the social media outlets. Uh, Radio Airplay Django is is one. That you can really get feedback from fans 
um, and they'll share their email address with you. They'll provide feedback. They'll provide a like, and they will blend your songs with national celebrities. Hmm. Um, that's the that's the best way. That's what I did when I started. Cam has done that, and um, you know that, that's a great way to, to collect a, you know your fan base. Cam, anything to add to the, uh, to the to the question of is there a big dream that the two of you are chasing? I, I think our dream is just to make music and do what we can with it. It's, as long as I'm recording, making music, and loving it, I'm happy. And and people are consuming it in in some fashion, whether it's the <laughs> two of you out playing it live or getting a TV or film placement or just it's streamed on an internet station where somebody in Sweden is saying this is a great song. Yeah, um, uh, musicsubmit.com is another uh, outlet that I use. And, uh, you know, instead of taking the time to package up your CD and mail it out, and that's nowadays that's not receptive anymore. Um, Music Submit will digitally send your material to different outlets and they approve it or not approve it. But uh, that's another way I've, I've just met some great people. Well, and uh, for the record, we mentioned on episode 81 that that's how you came on my radar in the first place. And here you are maybe, I don't know, 60 to 75 minutes away from me. So someone that's, I'm holding up air quotes, that close, only 60 to 75 minutes, it took musicsubmit.com for me to find out who Russell Foisy was. It, exactly. That's true. And uh, the first gig we actually did, uh, I met uh, Rob Erickson through uh, Reverb Nation. Wow. And, and he reached out to me through there and, you know, he's in Orlando, which is only, you know, about an hour away. Yeah. So it, it, it is uncanny. It, it's ironic. That's uh, again, really cool. A great example of, of the people I've met through, through these efforts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, uh, guys, what's next for, for Russell and Cam? Is it, is it live shows? Is it promoting constructive or destructive? Is it something else? Uh, promoting constructive or destructive will begin right away. Um, I'm going through all the outlets with that. Um, the digital stores, uh, we have a CD release party tomorrow where we're going to do uh, uh, our set of about 30 to 35 songs. Uh, we'll be playing four new songs from the CD. Uh, Cam is currently in studio recording his EP. And I don't know, that'll probably be, um, I would say late, maybe late spring or Somewhere in there. I'm tempted to ask if tomorrow night's CD release party will be streamed at all on Facebook Live. And a part of me is saying, well, what does it matter? Because this interview is coming out after right. the event. However, because uh, it does get archived, people could go back and watch it. So is there any thought to a little bit of Facebook Live streaming tomorrow night? I, th I think there's going to be a little yeah, a little bit of video from that. Uh, us playing. I think we, we've had some video before from this location. So... Again, it, it, it's a real small, intimate venue. I, I think it only holds maybe uh, maybe 20, 25 people, which is fine with us. You know, I, I really love the setting to where we have the ability to play all different types of But music. again, the beauty is, and, and I was just interviewed on a television show this morning, and I was saying that through something like Facebook Live or whatever platform you're using, right. somebody who otherwise can't get to that show, right. maybe it's because they're 45 minutes away, but they have to be at something that they can't get out of. Or maybe it's they're 4,500 miles away and they say, oh, I'd like to see this guy's CD release party. Right. It is nice to know that you know, it doesn't matter what size the venue is. It doesn't matter if there's two of you performing or six of you. You put that phone on Facebook Live and all of a sudden... Anybody that's got access to Facebook can watch the two of you. Yeah, that, that, that's true. We should do it. We should do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have uh, a number of a number of fans out there. Between you know, the great thing about Facebook too, Bruce, is you can develop multiple pages. I have one dedicated page for original lyrics stream. I have another one for constructive and destructive. And I'm going to probably do that for each each new release. I uh, did notice that because I think that your own artist page your own russell foise music page i right. want to say that it's and i might be low on this and, and this is an impressive number something like sixteen thousand likes on yeah. your on your artist your music facebook page yeah um, but i did notice that you also set up pages specifically just for each album yeah we, we have a page for our two performance group so there we can post uh, you know both of our activities there and then i have dedicated pages for for the cds so anything that happens Within each one of those CDs, I can post individually. So, 
I didn't know that in the beginning with Facebook that you could do that, but that, that's a wonderful, uh, wonderful platform. So as news comes in from the new release, I can just post it to a, a dedicated page. There you go. Yeah. Well, we're going to close today, Russell, with another song of yours, one called Survival on the Street. Before we let you go, tell the listeners all about this song, please. You know, it's a great song about a true story of a homeless woman we encountered, uh, my wife and I driving uh, to traffic light in Clearwater. And um, it, it moved me very much to where she was holding up a sign and she went to each individual car and I rolled down my window and I looked at her and I just told my wife, you know, we, we were both moved in tears and I said, I'm gonna write a song about this one day. and. Um, you know, it, it, it's an issue that I know every state has in this country, but um, another good example of telling a story, and this was an actual true experience. Wow, wow. That's, you know, to, like you say, every state has a problem, but to, to put a voice to it, you know, and, and say, you know, because it is very easy to look the other way, not roll down your window, hope that the light hurries up and changes green. But right. for you to say, you know what, it's a big problem everywhere. But if I can draw a little bit more attention to it by writing a song, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And let me add, Bruce, that Colleen Bradham did a brilliant job. And this is a duet. Um, I knew a woman had to sing the chorus in the song because the song was about a homeless woman. Mm. And she did a great job of displaying the emotion behind the chorus and and then we come together to close the song. And um, so what's the connection to her? How did, how did she become part of this project? Uh, Colleen is uh, our engineer, Spencer Bradham. Uh, they're married. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, Spencer okay. and Colleen. And I knew she had a great voice, and uh, I knew she was going to sing. This, this was going to be a duet. I knew, I knew the Miami saxophone player story was going to be tough to top, but I thought I'd give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's brilliant. Just a beautiful voice. And, you know, we'll, we'll work together again, I'm sure. Well, congratulations again. And well, thank it's you. good to see you again. Thanks for coming back. And Cam, nice to finally meet you. And nice to meet you too, Bruce. Best of thank luck to, to the both of you. Thank you for doing this. Thank you very much for having us back. Absolutely. Listeners, that will do it for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer-songwriter Russell Foisy and multi-instrumentalist Cam Lorem. Do please visit www.russellfoiseymusic.com and then engage with him on social media. So that means like his Facebook page, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. Remember that he is also on Reverb Nation and that his music can be found on SoundCloud. For that matter, tell him you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. And of course, purchase his music on iTunes, Amazon, CD Baby, and other online retailers. Keep up with Russell online so you can see where and when you can go see him and Cam perform live. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio too, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and repost is how you share episodes there. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show, too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nhte.net. Plus, there's a link there to this show on Instagram. Or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nhte.net. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in Crystal Blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Russell Foisy. This is the one he just talked about. It's called Survival on the Street. Drive, are you doing okay? Look, this person from the shade is clear on the bridge overpass, Gulf to Bay. Oh, wait, she could be homeless, we fear.
Just don't look, turn her away. They're neglect opinions of this show. Count your blessings, take time to pray. Society forgiveness reached an all-time low. John don't care to impress Did not ask her name Could this be you? Please accept this money And God bless Shelter, refuge, wise from the sea Red traffic light, short time to Perform a good deed, our collective sigh. Tears from eyes, please donate to people in urgent need. Shelter, refuge, rise from a seat. Red traffic light, short time to address. Survival on the street Survival